What's up, everybody? We're back with another edition of the podcast. As always, your host, C3, alongside with Todd, the intentional danger field. What's good? What's good? Super Bowl is over. Your predictions <laughs> came to light. Yeah, you know, I don't want to toot my own horn. You but know, uh, there's there, there's been a new champion crowned in the National Football League, and it is not the New England Patriots or Tom Brady. It's not. Uh, Thomas Brady, I never thought that Thomas Brady would le- uh, lose to Nick Foles. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what the Eagles do next year now that they are Super Bowl champs. Got a great starting quarterback. But now you gotta, you gotta defend the hardware. Well, well, Nick Foles now, he's he's playing like he's a starter. So technically, you have Carson Wentz and Nick Foles on the team. So how long has Carson Wentz been the starter? Carson Wentz is, I think, this was his second year, and uh, first rookie year, great, great season. Second year, better season, and you know he got injured. How how did he get injured? I think he got tore ACL. Okay, and so he was out for the rest of the season. I think he he tore his ACL week fifteen, week fourteen. So he played most of the season. I think Nick Foles only played the last two or three games, and one of those games, Nick Foles had a great game. Two of those, one game he didn't really play that much. One of those games was terrible, but he showed out in the in the playoffs and definitely balled in the Super Bowl. Right. So it's gonna be interesting to see what they do to if if they're gonna keep him. They might have to let him go because you can't have. Uh, you know he's gonna want some money. He's definitely gonna want some bread. Um, <clears throat> speaking of that. This is that time of year where, you know, football has, you know, come to an end. Um, It's around the all-star break for NBA and NHL. And, you know, in a few more weeks, the pitchers and catchers will start Mm -hmm. reporting the spring training. But it's kind of a downtime for sports. Mm -hmm. But with that being said, the NBA trade deadline happened today. Wow, is all I have to say. And did the Cavaliers clean house or did they clean house? It seems like they started spring cleaning in February. (laughs) They literally got rid of everyone that they acquired in the offseason. Everyone. Uh, I'm counting like, what, six, seven players? So it looked... I'm I'm not sure how many, but for sure, just off the top of my head, Isaiah Thomas, Derrick Rose, uh, D. Wade, Iman, yep. um, Jay Crowder. Yep. Um, I'm not sure if, who else, but I know that they didn't they acquire uh, Larry Nance Jr., mm-hmm. uh, George Hill, uh, Clarkson, uh, Rodney Hood. Yep. Yes. Something to that effect. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Do I think they've upgraded? Maybe. I mean, 
Jordan Clarkson is a good backup point guard to have come off the bench. Um, I don't know too much about Larry Nance Jr. Hill, George Hill, he 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 can run your team. He's not a, uh, he's not going to wow you. He's not going to score a lot of points. Is he a playoff I can run your team guy? I don't know. I've seen him have good games. Because that's, know. I mean, this is right. the Cavaliers. I th- Honestly, in the East being so weak, I don't see the Cavaliers not making the finals. Do I see them contending at all with the Warriors? Absolutely not. And I don't, and actually, I don't think they were going to contend with the Warriors with everybody they gave up either. I don't, you know, so I don't, I don't know if it's an upgrade or a downgrade. It's so many players that left. It's like, I don't know what to think of, uh, of the Cavaliers anymore. I do know, I do believe that LeBron ain't going to be back next year. He's definitely planning to exodus. And I'm, I'm, <laughs> he's definitely, and I, do, do you think they make that this decision because they know something? Yes. I think this plays a big major role in all of that. They've got an inkling that LeBron's not coming back. Right. They've got the insider, the inside traders knowledge that he's not coming back. And what better time to start than now? Right. Why wait till later? Because these are his administration anyway. Exactly. Like D Wade is his friend. And these are the guys that he's picked over the last couple seasons. Most of them. Mm-hmm. And well, it's, you know, Derek Rose is who he is. Right. So, I mean, it's a good time to get rid of things that you're not going to need in the near future. Do you think this, because I mean, they got to know that they're going to go probably to the finals. Do you, I mean, do you think that this is kind of thrown in the towel? No, I don't think it's thrown in the towel because at the end of the day, I've seen LeBron take subpar teams to the finals before. Right. This is nothing new for me. Right. I, I, again, I think, you know, basketball is one of those sports where a, a superior one can, can carry a team to, to being right there. Right. Allen Iverson. Yeah. And you, you have a couple of role players and you're right there. Right. So, yeah, I think LeBron <clears throat> is leaving. But is this throwing in the towel? I think they know that they have a puncher's, a boxer's chance of winning the NBA title this year. Hmm. But in a realistic sense, they know that they are not going to do so. So are they throwing in the towel? No, but what else can they do? There's what else could much. they do? It's not much because obviously the chemistry between Isaiah Thomas, Kevin Love, and... I think they, I even heard chemistry. Man, I think I even heard Isaiah Thomas say, I just want to play somewhere where they want me to play. So it sounds like, man, he wasn't getting any 
love in the locker room. There was Kevin no love around. <laughs> Kevin no love in the locker room for Isaiah. They they wouldn't let him play PlayStation in the in the, the locker room. Anytime there was like any jokes going on, he walk up, they get quiet. <laughs> They're just making it real uncomfortable for him. <laughs> he was he was picked last. Uh, they didn't even pick. They were like, "Who's he?" They'd be like, "Man, you know that guy we beat in Boston last year." They, oh yeah, he was good. That's him. Yeah. Oh. I just ne- I don't know. I, I so I, I don't know. I've never seen in my life where somebody of that caliber plays fifteen games and is gone. Right after that. I definitely haven't seen. Has not even Dennis Rodman got kicked off of a team. Not that fast. Like, (laughs) fam just came back from a hip injury. He's probably not even to full game speed yet. He can't be because he said they don't practice. So how could he be in game speed? They did him like an apple turnover. (laughs) <laughs> Threw him in the microwave, put him in the bag. It's time to go. <laughs> Orders up. Did they stop practicing because they was like, man, hey, until Isaiah is gone. <laughs> until Isaiah is gone, we ain't practicing. <laughs> are, are they salty over Kyrie leaving? Something. But I mean, Kyrie, did Kyrie know he what might- was going to happen? Now it's looking like Kyrie made the best choice. He well, this is the thing that I always said. Kyrie, what, Kyrie, be, if you're a competitor and you've been to the NBA Finals as much as the Cavaliers team has in the last few years, or the Warriors, if you win, you lose. There's going to come to a point in time you're going to have to do something different. Like, I'm not going to keep staying with this team, playing this team, when I feel that I'm a all-star, superstar, Hall of Fame-to-be player. Right. I want to create my own legacy. So we can see what else we're going to do. And I can't be mad at that, especially after having success and being to the finals every year. Let me see if I can play this on all Madden. Right. Because I'm tired of playing on all pro. I'm I'm running through this this what, league on what all team pro. did he go to? To Celtics. Right. Let's make the Celtics good again. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, just think of how he probably thinks of it. How long do you think? And he played right alongside LeBron. How many years do you think he thinks LeBron's going to play? Not so me. now he's right. not confident. He's not Ex- confident. Exactly. He's seen a, something that we haven't because he hangs out with him every day. Mm-hmm. He practices with him every day. So he's seen him not hit the gears that he normally would have. Mm-hmm. So in his mind, now is a time where I can transition into my own, like you said, my own legacy, my own greatness. I can go over here 
and start something that I have. I've already won a championship. I know what that looks like. Mm -hmm. And for all athletes that have won a championship and been an instrumental part of that, you know what that means. You think you can take that and build upon it somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Or you know what it takes to win the pinnacle of what you're doing. And he definitely, I think he definitely went to the best place to do that <clears throat> because he's got he's got a coach that took a no name butler to the chip twice back to back wasn't it back to back that he took uh butler it may be might maybe a year in between who Brad Stevens okay he took butler to the NCAA championship game twice and almost won both of them with our, who, who was on that Butler team? I was just going to say with not the Gordon number one Hayward. picks in the. That's it. Right. I don't know anybody else. Not with a Duke or Carolina recruiting class. No. Kansas, Kentucky, none of that. You know what he would probably do in Kansas? Run the strip quickly. If and I, you know, I know, I know, coaches have an effect. For a while there, I was thinking, you know, because when I played sports, we had the same team. One year we had this coach, and another year we had another coach, and the you know this other coach. We did only lost one game. Because he same, had you already. Same team, you know. So I know it has a difference, but over time, it's like I you kind of lose that. It's like, well, I don't know if they have as much influence on the game as is always said. And then you, I look at Brad Stevens. It's like, man, this dude has an impact. Sure. Yeah, it's it's. No matter what level, <clears throat> coaching matters. The The coach is the, the eyes that are in the moment. The, the players on the game are, are playing at a game speed, and they're not able to objectify their own playing to the same degree as a coach. Plus, the coach has the X and the O knowledge where he doesn't have to execute and spend time preparing his body on execution. He's dissecting and plotting and planning and strategizing the the game. Mm -hmm. Players should be doing the same thing too, but with a, a eye in the sky, a mind off of the field, that's how you win games. Right, right. And man, I you know, so I I, I think uh, Kyrie. He def. I think he made. It's definitely now looking like the best move he could have ever made. Because LeBron leaves Cleveland, Kyrie don't want to be on that team. No, he doesn't want to be on the team. And at the end of the day, what I believe he thought in his mind, he had these two choices: what you just said, and he had to weigh that against staying one more year playing with LeBron. Mm -hmm. And he was like, ah, uh, I. I only get one more year with him anyway. Mm -hmm. Chances are we don't beat this team again because at the end of the day, I still don't think they beat that team. Right. 
I don't think anybody beats the Golden State team full stink. I mean, barring any unseen injury. Right. Yeah. I think they're see them in the finals. Yeah. And I put my money on them in a seven-game series. For sure. For sure. And the only person I can even see winning games against them is with LeBron on the team. I think they had their best shot. I mean, (laughs) I still didn't think they were. They had a three-year window, and they took one home. Yeah. Good. Great for Cleveland. Great run. He came back. He gave you a, a nice, a, a, a better run than you've ever had. Do you think he can win another one? I do not. But with that being said, it just depends on where he ends up and who's around him because he's not done. He's not done. It just depends on where he goes because this is another thing too. I think at the like we were saying, you know, earlier, I think at the end of this year things change in Golden State now. If they win another championship or they go to the finals or whatever, I can see their cha- their team tank changing a bit. Mhm. For sure. So with minor changes to that, him on another team gets reloaded with uh Anthony Davis or who who knows? It just depends. It could get interesting again. Mm-hmm. Right now, it's not very interesting. It's not. Besides the trading today. Right. And 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 still, those trades don't really mean anything. Like. They are all guys that didn't mean anything anyway. That's why they got traded. <laughs> right. Because every, I mean, Dwayne Wade, I could see him retiring at at the end of this year. I could. He might play another year. I honestly thought he was Gabrielle Union's driver. I didn't even <laughs> know he still played <laughs> basketball anymore. It's not a bad gig either. It's not. But I don't think uh, he doesn't want that. <laughs> Derek Rose, he's probably... I think he he's mentally gone from the game. Yeah, he's 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 mentally gone. He's been mentally gone he I, probably after he came back from the injury and he got injured immediately again. I, that does something to an athlete. For sure. And for that guy to go from MVP to nothing to king of the city. Like it, it was for a for a couple of years, it was Oprah, Harold's Chicken, and D Rose. Right, <laughs> for real. It was. Well, That's Chicago. Garrett's. The Fab Four. Right. Of the Windy City. Yeah. Yeah. So that definitely, I you know I. I honestly couldn't say how I, you know. That's another player or person's life that if they did a 30 for 30, be pretty interesting. And I think they will do that. Definitely tuning into that episode. Did you hear about our great, the great state of Illinois uh, looking to ban tackle football for 12 
for for players that are uh, twelve and under. I didn't hear that. How do you feel about that? I was going to ask you the same question because I do know. I don't know if I agree with it, but I do know, and we've talked about it before. If my son is not Peyton Manning, I'm not going to willingly put him on the field. Just because I've seen kids with grown men injuries, torn ACLs, uh, you know, ripped Achilles. These are grown men injuries. And even though that they can recover probably better than us, you know, a, a grown man, they probably could recover a little better just because their bodies are at that age where they, you know, they're break. gelatin, they're Mr. They're, they're rubber. Right. You know, and they can bounce back. I think those are just injuries you don't want on your body, period. Nobody wants a torn ACL on, under their belt. And if you're nine years old and you got a torn ACL, that's rough. Sure, the torn ACL, and I think more importantly, the the head injury trauma, that type of thing. But now, and that's the part though where I, I, you know, I don't think those because these players that are 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 playing football in the NFL and they come out and their life is changed because of concussions and stuff like that. Do I think they get that by playing uh, a short term of time? No, I, I think they have those injuries because they have to play at this elite level of playing for years. Sure. Years and years of playing at an elite top-notch level. I think that's how you get these life-changing injuries where you just, you know, it's taking a toll because you've put your body through the grinder to even stay afloat. I don't think I don't think stopping kids from playing football at 12 years old, I don't think that changes enough. I don't think that has a big enough effect. You know, these concussions here down in the future, I don't think stopping it at 12 changes the effects of the concussions as adults that they're receiving hitting each other as grown men. No, I don't think that. So, I understand why they would want to do that. Me personally, I probably wouldn't be like, son, let's go play football as your first choice. I'd rather him go play baseball or see what other things is out. And now if he wants to play, fine. But if you're not Peyton Manning throwing darts, I'm not going to be recommending that you play the game of football. And I know other people think differently about that. But. Yeah, so, so my perspective is coming from a person that didn't play the game. Mm-hmm. So, but I, I, I like the idea of how um, MMA training has evolved. And what I mean by that is, back in the day, 
the thought process was to make one tougher, you have to go through a gauntlet of sparring. You have to go grind it out. Me and you go bang each other out toe to toe where we are killing each other. Right. Well, that leaves a short shelf life for you. When all you really need to do in a sense is drill and practice the scenarios and minimize the, the actual combat. Mm-hmm. Until you get into those those competing times, mm-hmm. so you want, you're not going sparring as much, right? So in a sense, so you're maybe that translates to football, maybe it doesn't. I don't know. So maybe the preparation leading up to the things for the game can be changed in a way where you can. I don't know. Right. And I, I, I think for sure it's definitely been changed on how uh, one trains during the season, how they practice. Like you're I think you're only able to have pads on a certain amount of times during the year, like whether they follow that or not is to be, you know, questioned. But, you know, I think they have. Because we're talking about players like Junior Seah, Reggie White. These guys are back playing. That's hard nosed football, right? You you know them guys is they don't have half. They didn't have half of the stuff, and and half the knowledge of of things. Uh, I don't think back then to. I guess they had to be mar- You know, they had to be the ones that take the fall for it. Um, to bring it to light, but I don't know. Stopping, you know, you're not you're you're getting your first reps of football when you're in high school. That's too late. I think it's too late. Getting I do your think. first reps of anything real time of the 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 you know the the height of the sport is too late. I do think that. I, I do think that. So. How old are you in fifth and sixth grade? You're probably around 11. 11 years old. So, I mean... I mean, you... To me... You should be hitting about fifth and sixth grade. That's preparing you for the next level. You're going... You're going to high school... You know... I, I don't think it would make football teams... More not as good, but I think having that experience, having experience is always going to make you better. Sure, you know what I'm saying. And so, that's the idea. That's why they're playing like they're playing now because you want the experience sooner. Right, right. But I, I do. I even though, like I said, I wouldn't have my son. Go out and be like, "Hey, son, you're gonna play football." I probably, I'm not, I'm not even gonna, you know, if he really, really wants to play it, fine, go play. Am I gonna be the one to initiate it? Definitely not, because I, I know what football is, but I do think that's that doesn't. What does that actually do? You're, you know, twelve. You're not able to play. Tackle football until you're twelve or thirteen. 
that's not that's not even a big that's not a big enough change to even say, oh, this is law now. Right. You know. That's I I don't know. I, I don't agree with the I don't agree with the law. Uh some people may, you know, I know moms are definitely on board mm. for it. <laughs> moms love this, but me, man, I, I think it's it's too late. It's too late for you to be playing tackle football at 14 years old, freshman in high school. No, it's it's definitely too late, in my opinion. It, you might even get more injuries because people don't know how to tackle. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know. It, it's, it's, I think it's too late, though. The regulation on sports and that type of thing, I mean... the injuries are going to be there because of the nature of the sport. I don't understand how you think you can adjust rules and guidelines. It's a, it's a combat sport. It's a combat sport. And those guys know you have to tackle a person. You can't get them down any other way. Right. So how do you do that? You have to collide with someone. You're going to have injuries. You're that's the sport. It comes with the game. Everybody knows that. And you start getting to these higher levels. You know that. You know? Like, uh, uh, I heard, uh, I think it was Gronkowski. You know, they were asking him after a game, do you think that was a dirty play that that dude put on you? And he was like, No. It's part of the game. I, I'm getting paid this amount of money to play this game. So, I got to expect that. Correct answer. Because these guys you, know what they're doing. You yeah, know. what do you think that the other team is there to do? They're trying to disrupt the ball from you. For sure. Even when they went into the whole bounty thing. What's that? Well, remember when Drew Brees or uh, Coach Payton or the, the Saints cor- uh, coach Payton, Sean Payton? Sean Payton. He got it. He got suspended for a That's year right. for bounty. And you think them? You think he, maybe because he's putting money up for people who are doing that? It you know that changes it because he's putting money up. But you think teams ain't doing that? Hey, you take Tom Brady out. Knock him out. Get him out of there because now we have a better chance. People's been doing that in high school. So what are we talking about? Baseball, basketball, football, every sport. Lock, hey, lock him up so he ain't doing nothing. Right. Remove him from the game. Coach, sometimes coach don't even got to tell you that. You as a competitor... We're not going to let this dude right here beat us. Get him. So this is nothing new. You know, it's not... This is nothing new. Any competitor knows that. So for... Come on. I think it's too young. Uh, I think it's too young. Or I, I, I think... Let me not say it's too young. I don't, I don't think we should... Allow that to happen. 
It's going to happen, though. <laughs> Listeners, reach out to us. Tell us how you feel about it. Other news this week opening up is a big movie that is seeming to about to break a lot of records. What's that? Black Panther. Yes. You going to check it out? I'm definitely going to check it out. I'm going to let it cool off a little bit, but I definitely will see it. Yes, for sure. Interesting storyline, celebratory cast. Yes. Um, Kendrick Lamar scored the uh, soundtrack. Didn't know that. Yeah. Um, pretty excited about it. I know that uh, this is something definitely different because my wife asked me, you trying to go see that Black Panther? I'm like, what? You know, because normally I'm like, hey, I'm going to go see Civil War when it comes out. And if you come, you're there. If not, I'm still going to go see it. And then she'll she'll probably say yes. But she came after me like, I'm trying to go see that Black Panther. So how do you feel about potentially the biggest superhero movie being named Black Panther (laughs) that is similar to um, the Black Panther Party? I don't feel any type of way about it. I'm sure there's others that, uh, well, I don't think I'm going to go see that. I've seen all the other ones, and I just might not go check that one out. They, it was, was, was funny is they definitely, I believe the, the comic actually came out a few months before the Black Panther Party was spoke into society in the mainstream. Mm-hmm. So, pretty, so they took it from I don't the know. comic? I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, I don't know. I mean, it's a possibility. Well, I mean, put it this way. How many other black animals could you name that have... <laughs> The symbolic imagery of a panther. Like a crow. Right. A raven. A snake. A rhino. <laughs> they don't have the same symbolic Black as, Rhino. That doesn't even it's not it doesn't even ring. He's gotta be real big. He's gotta be and we can't, you know. He can't be sexy and smooth. You're not. No rhino is sleek. Matter of fact, he reminds me more of Bebop and Rocksteady. That's exactly what that is. That's henchman level. Which one was him? He had the double horn. Uh, I don't know. Bebop or... uh, Was one of them. Which one was the warthog? I was going to ask you what was the other one. He was a, a they had a rhino and a warthog, and gave them hip hop names. Pumba, this this Pumba, they got Pumba playing bebop and rock. That's who he grows up to be if he doesn't go to school. 
If he doesn't get his college degree, that's who he has to grow up and be. <laughs> Bebop. Right. <laughs> Work, he works for Shredder or Crane? Shredder. Right. So Shredder works for Krang. Is that right? Yes. yes. So Krang hires Shredder and his foot clan. That puck. To poison the city. <laughs> Why? What is Krang? He's a brain outside of a body. In a jar inside of a big body. Inside Belly. Of- abdomen. Cavity. His plexus. He was my least favorite character. Crane. Because he was always woofing inside of this. He knew. Talkless man. He knew a lot. (laughs) So he knew what would happen if you defied him. (laughs) Crane. How is he living? (laughs) No one knows. What kind of water was that that he was in? How did he meet up with Shredder? Was there a Craigslist ad? Foot Clan needed. Holler at Shredder. Did they meet out? He called him on the phone. He hit him on Facebook Marketplace. I took a look at uh, one of your videos on World Star, <laughs> and I like how he, I like your style. Assemble the troops. <laughs> Oh, man. How? So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just know that Crane... Uh, Not only Crane, I know that you're going to have a fun time putting this together tonight. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're down here with making uh, chopped cheese sandwiches. <laughs> For real. For real. Um, uh, so, let me ask this. Do you think... I might be stepping on some toes when I say that, but because I think we talked about this off the mic, and I don't know why, but we talked about like black people movies. They're little sometimes they can be a little, little cheesy. Like which one? Soul Plane? Soul Plane, to be exact. <laughs> Anything that had Silk the Shocker in it. Like my, my dear? Yes. My dear? And actually, t- to be all truthful, there's a some, there's some of them that Tyler Perry has made. It was... Okay. But then he goes, you know, back to that... BT... Saturday special. Right. Why is it got to be like that? <laughs> like, is it because, is it, do you think it's because of funding? 
or is that just how we get out? Funding. It's funding and... Because what I didn't know, Friday, which was low budget, they almost had to stop production because of money. Yeah. Barely, it's low budget. Yeah, I barely made it. Yeah. It's a classic now. But it's low budget. It's definitely low budget. When you look at it, it's low budget. For sure. But it's good. I mean, it's undeniable. It's though. undeniable. Like... And, and that's that, that's interesting that you said that because I was listening to Casey Neistat talk. He's a, a vlogger uh, on YouTube, and uh, he was talking about that. You know, he gets questioned often: "What's the best camera to buy?" And he's like, "The one that's already in your pocket, because it's the story that you tell with it that matters." Right. No matter what, he's like, "I can give you a motion picture." camera but what do you do with that is actually what's going to keep people looking at it or actually what people are going to value from what you've taken a picture from right right I am excited for Black Panther because I think it's probably the and I could be wrong but I think it's going to be the highest funded black movie of all time maybe I'm wrong we have to do the numbers on that but you you might be right and it's definitely cinematically gorgeous I think it has to be the only reason I think it has to be is because look at Marvel any one of their movies that they come out with it's big big they do it big they're not going Small and they can't go small on this one. And if they do do that, I think the backlash would be tremendous. So they they gotta that, they gotta bring the money. They bring that boy. Plus, you got you got the cast. You, you got the cast. You got Avengers uh, uh, Infinity Stone coming out in a couple more months after that. If he's so gonna setting the stage, yes, for the summer. This is the movie. Before the boy boy. Right. So I think you have, you know, it has to be. I'm just going based off of what I believe, you know. I just don't know of mostly black cast having a movie where they had a budget where they can spend that. I don't, I just don't know of a movie like that. Listeners, if you know of a movie like that, let me Twitter. Let hit us, us up. Hit us up, cause I don't know of one. I just, I just, this probably is the biggest movie of for you know that has that many casted black people in it, and it's called Black Panther. <laughs> and it's Black History Month, right? Is that a coincidence? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's perfect timing. And speaking of perfect timing, again, listeners, we missed a couple. I definitely did on the last podcast when we showed some um, listener appreciation. I definitely uh, want to come back around, come full circle. Nakia Rush, appreciate you listening. Thank you for reaching out on the uh, social media platforms. 
Um, you guys are a big inspiration to us. Um, we can be talking to ourselves and not doing this. You keep keep reaching out to us. I appreciate it. Um, Cody Tucker, another guy. Thank you for listening to the podcast, reaching out to me, giving me feedback. Um, if there's anybody else that I keep missing, I apologize. But again, we love you all. We do this for you guys. We're trying to get better at it every time. We're trying to come up with new innovative things. If you have any suggestions, ideas, you know, feel free to run by because in a matter of time, we're going to stop taking suggestions because we're going to be right where we need to be. <laughs> we'll have a suggestion box that we don't check. There you go. So, guys, stay safe. Have a great weekend. We'll see you back here next week with Attentional Danger Field Podcast. As always, Todd, take them to church.